The following audio is from Gold Country Baptist Church in Shingle Springs, California. Visit gcb.church to find more resources and to learn about our church. I made sure that I was in worthy pursuits, character building activities, such as the Boy Scouts. Most are familiar with that. One summer he insisted, not just take three months off, but learn to type. So we had this old-fashioned manual typewriter. Does anybody know what a typewriter is? Oh, oh no, there's some folks my, almost my age. You young kids have no idea what a typewriter is. But I was taught to learn with this old faded ugly book, the self-help book. You really had to push down hard on those things. Mundane or miracles. A couple years later, as a junior in high school, I took journalism. Within weeks, I was a cub reporter for the local newspaper. I had to learn to type in the way I had value in that. Good training. Much later in my civilian career, I had to type every single day a daily activities report. Six carbon copies. Does anybody remember what a carbon copy is? Oh, I'm sorry, preaching to the wrong choir. I need to preach to little kids. Later, I wrote the federal grants. They were as thick as a book, and won many of them. All solo. No secretary, no support. You had to do your own typing. Mundane or a miracle? After longing for a long time, the elevator door opened. I said to myself, I'm going to marry her. I went home that night to my roommate, and I repeated that. She's the one. I'm going to marry her. You know what he said to me? Nuts. After some serious dating with Luann, she once told me, I stick like glue. Hmm, I thought. Is that ominous? No, it's been a rather beautiful promise. No question in my mind that mo- both of these miraculous events are to be treasured. I still treasure them. It reminds of the greater theme here. God is truly the one who is faithful. He sticks like glue. He does not let go of us. I know I am. I know we are being often lazy. Lazy ones, the limp ones, don't really want to hold on to his hand. But he is the faithful one. He sticks like glue. Great is the Glory to be to him for his miraculous saving power. Years later, our pastor sensed where I was at spiritually. He sent an out-of-town visiting missionary couple to spend the weekend at our home. Never done anything like that, have you? 
husband took me aside and explained, 18 inches from your head to your heart, your head is where there's mental ascent. Yeah, there's a God, that's cool. Your heart, where your faith resides, your soul resides. It's not a big distance, but what a huge truth. Consider that. About two years ago, I was delivering food around our county to veterans. I kind of thought I was helping people as a favor. A little bit. God often teaches me to look for the mundane miracles in my life. These words are not opposite. Some people might think they are. They sound opposite. Mundane miracle. I don't believe so. I think one completes the other. That day I was running late about 1.30 p.m. Got a late start, everything got mixed up in the morning. I was starved and hungry. Still quite a ways from Placerville in the Buttercup Pantry. Some of you go there for lunch. It's great food there. So I was running late. So I came to one of the last stops before Placerville. And you have to load up this big dolly and about 40 or 50 pounds of food and a couple of boxes and loose stuff. Balance it in there and, and drag it up the sidewalk to the mobile home with this nice elderly couple. They're, they're 80s. He's an invalid and his wife's kind of helping him. Literally, she welcomed me with a fresh, hot sandwich right in my face and said, Are you hungry? Whatever <laughs> happened to you? Is that mundane or a miracle? Not only is God always faithful, he meets us exactly where we are at. He does not demand that we live up to some expectation or lofty expectations before he meets us. Now later that same day, I was at Grizzly Flats. Been there for two and a half years now since the fire. Remember anything about it? 500 homes burned to the ground, right to ashes. Nothing left. Nothing left. A couple of the cars had pieces of metal scrap that you could see sticking out, but there was nothing left. There was one area with 40 or 50 homes that did survive, but 90% uh, of the homes were lost there. So think about the loss of people, wedding rings or memorabilia that they might want to find weeks later. Think about that. So what I was doing is delivering food. I had three or four stops, and fortunately my clients uh, their own homes did survive, so I was on, en route to one of them. And I saw three or four trucks pulled over and stopped. This was about 4.30 in the day. It was running late again. And I thought they were PG&E guys because I had stopped to talk to some of them before. And I had extra food and boxes of uh, uh, protein or power bars, whatever you want to call them. And so I thought I would check these guys out. And they all had, you know, matching T-shirts on. So I thought they were PG&E guys in 4.30. They were done for the day. Maybe, probably been there since 4.30 a.m. They put in long hours. Everybody did cleaning that place up. So I grabbed a box of power bars and walked in and started handing them out. About that time, I realized they were not PG&E. Samaritan's Purse. Some of you know who they are. 
I thought I was doing somebody a favor. We chatted just a little bit. And I said, uh, you know, continue on. I, I knew who Samaritan's Purse was. I said, you're doing great work. I carry on. <laughs> Turn to leave. Uh-uh. They grabbed me. They encircled me and started praying for me that very day, that very moment. So you think you're offering a snack and being helpful, but you're getting God's mercy. His mercies are new every morning. Have you ever been surrounded by ten angelic beings praying for you? Not too many. I know her. Early this year on our 50th anniversary, we were out to dinner on exactly that night. We had a nice dinner at a good restaurant right on the beach. Not a church, I want to tell you that. This was not a church. In case you're thinking that's what I'm going to tell you. Great soloist in the background, she was over there. We didn't see her, know her, go talk to her or anything. Love songs. Really nice. Really good. She announced about five minutes to eight o'clock. I'm going to do two more songs, and then I'm done. I'm very precise. Almost 8 o'clock. She did that. She stopped for maybe two seconds. Then, I love the Lord, and I live my voice. need a Wow. This was stunning. Secular restaurant. I said this was not a church. She said she was done singing. She went off in this beautiful. So we kind of finished up and Lamanda had been singing along with the song. It was just a glorious night. And I had the thought that this is a private miracle for us. table that we went by trying to leave the restaurant says, what was that all about? What were you singing along with that song? She's singing along now. Wanted to know. Why are you involved in this? What was it? And the last one said, is that quiet spiritist song that that lady was singing that you were singing along with? And says, no ma'am. And she sang it for and explained this to the Christian about Lord and our Savior. They believe in some of them worship totem poles and spiritism if you don't know that. That's what they were thinking. So so a lot of times it's just fascinating the opportunities that God brings your way. Mundane miracles. Most beautiful mundane miracles for me always involve my portion, my cup, not being secure, and my boundary lines. God personalizes His provision for each one of us. He surrounds us with angelic beings, and I've seen that many. He establishes His boundary lines, and I receive a most delightful inheritance. It's simply miraculous. Maybe the question is not mundane 
or miracles? Maybe the question should be, what should I do now, Lord, with your blessings and your faithfulness?